0: Fulture Fulture to Anya in LA. I am Anya, your host and I am in LA. Hello everybody. Welcome to Anya in LA, the podcast. I'm coming to you live uh, from, of course, the glamorous clothes closet in my house in L.A. But it's probably going to be the last time because I'm actually moving house. I'm living in an area in L.A. at the moment called Silver Lake. Yeah, I just, I need to be by the beach. Like, I want to be by the beach. I came to California to be by the beach. And, um, yeah, we was just sending it out there, sending out that good energy, them good vibes. And then, of course, I met a great um, person I was working with and they were renting out a room in their house that they are never there because they don't live in LA and they were like he was like oh I'm waiting I want someone to take over my place and I was like uh yeah so right by the beach I'd say like a 10-15 minute walk from the beach or like a three minute drive so very excited about that and I'll give you more updates on the next podcast all about that and of course I'm gonna have 50 million photos all up on my Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that but yeah I'm so excited I am I'm 34 in a few days and I was saying to myself do you know what I want to do it before my birthday so it's funny actually yeah I'll, I'm technically moving in on the 1st of March but I'm actually not going to be there until the middle of March because I'm going away today up to San Diego for a shoe then I come home and I'm straight onto another shoe for like 6 days and anyone that works in this industry knows and this is actually kind of why I love it is that you're you can't kind of focus on anything else like you're just in it like I couldn't plan you know to get like say stuff delivered or get movers around like that not that I have stuff to move but just like my bed and different things like that I'm actually ordering a new bed so you know all that stuff delivered and collected and dropped off and someone to be there with the key and all that stuff I'm like do you know what I just do not have the time for that so Although I'm technically moving by the beach on the 1st of March, I actually probably won't be there until like the 15th. So fun times. And like I said, I'll give you more updates um, about that, uh, you know, probably in the next podcast. And it's funny because I just sent that out to the universe. I was like, yeah, I like the house I'm in now is great. I'm able to stay here and the person who lives here is in New York at the moment. So I'm just kind of renting again, took over the lease and stuff, which is great. But I knew that this was just gonna be a stepping stone. And even though and similar to the new place I move into, that's gonna be a stepping stone too. I'm probably only gonna stay there for a couple of months because I wanna eventually obviously be getting my own place. Um but yeah, so all good, all good. So yeah, there you go. A couple of stepping stones, walking on them as we as we do, and uh looking forward to kind of getting down by DL Beach and going swimming. I just need to swim every day. I just need to be in the water every day. I'm such a It's obviously because I'm a Pisces, but it just calms me. And I'm big into energy. You hear me say this all the time. I'm such an energy person that really just believes that we're all connected by energy. I know how to read a room. I know when something is bad for me or something bad is going to happen. And equally, when something good is going to happen. For example, if you're, you know, if you're like just well, this is probably more uh, pre-COVID, but, you know, you'd walk into a room and you're like, oh, there's not a good atmosphere in here. Like, that's your energy, like, kind of, that's your gut instinct and that's your source energy, your God energy, you know? And um, for me, when I'm down at the water, I just feel such an immense feeling of joy and love and connection and happiness. And I know to someone that doesn't understand any of that or doesn't believe in that, it's probably like, what is she on about? Like, that's mental and why is she talking like a mad person? But, um... That's how I feel, and the more you come in connection, come into connection with it, the more you pick it up. So, the beach is just where I want to be, and my little soul is calling me down there at the moment. And I'm like, yeah, it's time for the next, the next step. And um, I hate staying stagnant. I'm not a, like, if I want to change something, and even if I don't know what I want to change, I won't stay stagnant or I won't go back. So, I think what happens is we get stuck and we're like oh I'm not really happy with this but I don't know what the next step is or the next phase I'd sit with it for a while if things aren't coming up over a couple of days or maybe even weeks I'm like right I just have to make some little small step because then that allows things to shift that allows maybe energy to come unblocked um so yeah so anyway big into that and definitely feel that just it's calling me down to the beach so I'll be living by the sea and there you go so do you think I've said that I'm going to be living by the beach enough times now in this podcast I sure have Um, so speaking of my little podcast it's funny I've been approached a couple of times um, probably in the last year and a half especially just to from different like creative agencies or producers to say oh would you ever do a podcast a weekly podcast there was even talk um, when I was back in Ireland with RTE about a podcast and I always said no, because a couple of times it wasn't the right time, but also because I wanted to do it at my own pace. So, for example, like I haven't put up a, another podcast um probably in about a week and a half. So these don't have to be weekly, do you know? I'm I master of my own ship kind of thing. i always <laughs> I always have to be, but I, you know, I knew just, say, doing a set format and having guests on every week or having to be a certain in a certain place every week to record, it just was never going to be for me. And I just wanted to be in control of it myself so I can just put one up whenever I want. And it's funny, I've been really, really busy the last week and a half, but I also find that with me, if I'm emotional about something, I tend to not be... I kind of tend, it kind of ties in with me that I'm not relaxing then either. I'm, not, I'm just kind of not connecting with myself. And that always happens to me around this time because it's, so my sister, as many of you know, passed away um nineteen years ago, coming up to twenty years actually in August, and I actually just cannot believe that I, I even say that. Like it's mad, like it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't connect like whatever. But um and I'm actually kind of upset, like even talking about it. But um so my sister's anniversary or her birthday is coming up um and it's my birthday two days later after Sinead's birthday and my birthday's always heavily associated with Sinead's because I guess just for many years we would have shared the same birthday. Like my mama's pictures of us, you know, matching clothes on our, both our birthdays and, you know, stuff like that. And it's funny because my two nieces, their birthdays are like two or three days in between as well. Um, so it's just always interesting like that. that there's always like a birthday week in the house. And that was the same in my house growing up. And it's funny because now I always find I celebrate my birthday over like a week-long period. I always like... I go somewhere, like... Or, like, I go on a trip. I go for, again, pre-COVID. But, you know, like, a family dinner, a friend's dinner, a friend's night out, a week away, or a trip away, or whatever it is, and it's always, like, a birthday week. And I'm always saying to people, you should have a birthday week. Like, because it's just... You get two or three different cakes, or you're just floating around, and you're, like, living on your birthday buzz. Um, So it's always kind of hard around this time for me, but also such a beautiful time, because it just brings up so many, like, lovely memories for me. But... Then kind of after my birthday, it's then as well. And again, I don't know if people know this about me, but I lost a brother then a year and a half ago. Well, it's gonna be two years now in March. And it's just it's that anniversary then at the end of March. And I'm just in such a little bubble of grief at the moment that I feel. Do you know what? I actually had to uh I think that's like the first time I stopped the podcast. Uh, to take a little breather there because I just knew I was kind of getting a bit emotional but um, in a nice way as well like I try to like I try not to look at it as a time of like you know being so sad about what we don't have but more so being happy about what I did have like you know like the relationship I had with my sister the relationship I had with my brother you know the times that we shared the memories that we shared um, and just that whole life you know in Tallet in Dublin when we all lived together and it was just manic and crazy and killing each other and loving each other and fighting and you know sharing successes and failures and all that sort of stuff that families do and I kind of feel that sometimes when you focus on that it helps you through your grief a bit more because Again, it's like focusing on what you what you did have, or focusing on what you do have and what you can take from, as opposed to the lack. You know, as opposed to focusing on, wow, I'm someone that has lost a sister and a brother in a lifetime like that. People go through their whole lives never knowing what that feels like, or never experiencing that, and never even experiencing loss. And it's funny because. When when friends of mine say lose their grandparents, I lost my grandparents again when I was really young, and I've lost uncles and aunties, and just I've I've had that grief throughout my life. And when someone tells me that they lost a dog or that they lost um you know their grandparents or or an auntie and uncle, and they always say like oh God like I hope I don't sound dramatic to you because of what you've lost, and I always just go back to be like to to just stop that straight away from them because grief is a very like it's in a vacuum i feel like it's it's what you're going through and what your body is reacting to and nobody's grief whether it be a dog or a grandparent or a loved one you know that that can't be like who's to say that oh well your level is not or your level of grief is not the same as mine because you didn't lose this and it's just not it's just not even a thing but like that's what i mean i feel like when people have that grief that they should just allow themselves to grieve how they grieve and like for me and again this is probably why i get so emotional like for me my grief i can manage it but what breaks me and what i find really hard to deal with is actually the grief of my parents especially my mom because my dad is very like strong and he'd have a real strong faith and he's like oh like you know that that's that's their soul and sure that's what they were here for and You know, like, that's part of their journey. And um, there's a guy, I think it's Gary Zukov, and he wrote the book, The Seed of the Soul. And he talks about how we genuinely come into this world for a time that we know that we're supposed to be here for. And again, it's all connected to energy. You're you're in that energy source for a certain amount of time. And you fulfill a purpose, whether we know it on a human level or not, as in, like, people that, that are experiencing the loss. But that we our souls have this kind of contract of to say okay well this is what i feel i'm gonna do and it's it's true that that we live our lives and nobody knows how long that that's gonna be and i feel that's why i'm like carpe diem sees the day because you just don't know when your contract is up and if you're doing anything that is against your soul um it's really gonna be something for you to like work on because because you're not fulfilling say what your destiny is for like look we all sit at home we're like oh I should be doing this or I should be that like that's that's your soul telling you listen you signed up for something else here on earth and you need to go and get it um, so you know I don't know if that helps anyone or it confuses anyone if it does please get in touch with me I can maybe try to break it down I should probably do I don't know a separate video or something on my Instagram about this but I guess it's just I, I'm tying it back to grief in a sense that I can look at it and say Okay, my sister, although she was 16 when she died, like there was some sort of purpose that she fulfilled or, you know, her contract, you know, was signed and sealed. And the same with my brother then, like, you know, passing away at 40 years of age. So my sister was 16 and my brother was 40. Like, that's so young, like that's so, so young, you know, like I'm older than I was when my sister died even though she was my older sister and I still see her as that you know it's just mad and I know for a fact I'm also going to reach past well I I very much feel I'm going to reach past my 40th birthday also and then you know my older brother I'm older than him and you know it's just it's it's weird um but for me it's my mom's grief that I struggle with the most because I just like her heart and my heart breaks for her and again I had to stop the pod podcast um just again I was getting emotional because like that like so I hadn't heard from my mom in like say a day and that's like a long time especially since I lived over here cuz we would talk or text at least you know 20 times a day and then you're sending voice messages or whatever. But I hadn't heard from her. And then she just sent me a message. She was like, um, hi, Anya. Like, sorry, I haven't been in touch. I'm just really, really sad. Like, how are you? And it's just that little statement, you know, it's like, oh, I'm really sad. And, you know, it's um, that for me is like, OK, there's a different level to this grief that I have to actually bear and deal with that is not my own, but obviously is my own because we're all connected and, and that's my mom, you know, and. Um, so yeah so I guess I was just taking time I was like I'm not I have a lot of other stuff to do and stuff that wasn't taking preference for example my podcast or maybe keeping in touch with people or you know um I wasn't doing much reading this week or whatever it was I just wasn't I I just wasn't unless it was a priority say for example it was something like I had to go into work or I had to you know not work from home I couldn't work from home on a certain day or I had to you know get emails or whatever it was that I was doing if it wasn't taking precedence and had to be actually done if it didn't have to be done I just wasn't doing it and um, I was taking a breather I was like nah it's just not gonna gonna be done so and the and of course the podcast was one of them things which I absolutely love and that's why I love about it because I'm like yeah now I'm emotionally ready to record this and now I feel I've something valuable to give because as well then if you're not doing it if you're not tapping into your kind of creative flow and I know like people are going to be like oh podcast like it's probably not creative enough or whatever but to me it is like I get to come in and just kind of fully be myself and just see what comes out like I don't plan I don't do notes I don't you know there's times I'm like oh I want to make sure I tell people about that but I don't I let it just flow and this is this again like I'm 15 16 minutes in and I have not I did not plan to speak about any of this stuff you know and so that's me kind of in my flow and if I wasn't listening to my body I would have come in and just probably recorded a podcast that I wasn't you know that I was I was picking about or I wasn't um, happy with or wasn't talking about what I naturally wanted to talk about so for me I feel that I, yeah, I was just listening to my body and I was like, no, I'm not emotionally in a good place to record that podcast. I'm just not going to, and it's great. Whereas I feel if I was, you know, had a guest to record or to interview or had to st- stick to someone, another producer's timeline you know by, by the edit and stuff I would have been having a little kind of moment of oh I have to get this done I would have resented it you know so that's why I do love about the podcast And I'm going to try keep it um, like that for as long as I can because it is a little hobby of mine I absolutely love it um, but the minute it comes something for me that I don't want to do I just won't do it that's the type of person I am you know I if, if my kind of Energy is like, do you know what, this isn't for you now. It's time to move on. It's time to you're on to another stepping stone. I will take that step, and if that means, you know, kind of not doing something and and giving something up, um, I, I'll do that. You know, I, I I genuinely do listen to my energy and my body and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, so look at the moment. Obviously, on in LA, the podcast is here to stay. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, speaking of energy, though, it is interesting because so a number of you would know that I talk about yeast infections and OAB, which is o- overactive bladder. I spoke about it on my last couple of podcasts. I actually speak about it on all of them, I think. I think maybe there's one or two that I've probably only briefly mentioned it. Um, but I've been doing a lot of kind of research and, and studying and, and stuff for my own body and working with different people. So I started to work with this amazing woman called Melody. She's on my Instagram as Dolphin Melody. So I'm going to tag her in. I tag her already on my Instagram, but I'm going to tag her in more stuff. And basically she does this work that's all about energy healing. So of course, if you're all about energy, you're going to go for someone that can heal you that way because I've gone to doctors for years to get rid of yeast infections, ongoing chronic yeast infections, painful, you know, really emotionally tolling yeast infections that I can't work I can't move I can't walk all these sort of stuff can't have sex can't have you know all these things I just couldn't enjoy um you know day-to-day things with with, with these sort of yeast infections so I've gone to doctors for years like that of course they just give you medica- medication but when I came to America and some of you will know I had a really bad one around Christmas that I was like I need to start looking for some other holistic healing because my body is not responding to the medication and that's actually what happened so I was taking the medication that I would usually be given by the doctors not only once off um I had taken this medication over a number of weeks up to 9 times and I was like I can't be putting this stuff into my body I don't even take a panadol for a headache I because it's a signal from your body a headache is a signal from your body that you're lacking in something or something else is going wrong like and you need to listen to that. And the more you're in tune with yourself, the more you'll find out what it is. So for me, I was like, OK, I'm after I'm after taking medication now nine times for the same issue and it hasn't worked. My body needs something else. I need to figure out what it is that is wrong with this. So I was it brought in. I was introduced to this work through it's called the medical medium. Uh, I'll go into more detail about that, but. True that I found this girl that works and does this extension of it and it's like this holistic healing so it's all about feeding your body picking up the energy of your body what it is so it's kind of similar to like body talk and the tapping and all that sort of stuff that I've done before and I'm very into all that it's an extension of that but it's like okay your body has an illness this is the food this is the actual medicine so your food becomes medicine this is how you're going to treat yourself with healthy supplements and food so you do a session it's like an hour and a bit session and um, you basically she reads the energy of your body and this can be done over the phone over a zoom whatever way um and she reads your body so basically she was straight away able to tell me that my yeast infections are just a symptom of really bad strep so a lot of us would know strap strap to cockle throat or strep, strap in your body and your sinuses Basically, that is after getting into my adrenals. So my adrenal glands that are in charge of obviously your your, you know, your bladder, kidneys, all this function is all connected. And the symptoms of me having this strep in my system, in my, I don't know, my adrenals, in my bloodstream, whatever way would be in there is overactive bladder is chronic yeast infections. I've had overactive bladder for years and I've had chronic yeast infection since I'm 14. I've had to get Botox on my bladder to try work out why I'm getting OAB and UTIs all the time. Again, that's a medical um, solution to, to this issue. And she was like, your body has strep that's in it and it's causing your adrenals to cause haywire. So you're getting OAB, you're getting, you know, Kidney issues, liver issues, not really liver, but more for me, it's it's the definitely the bladder issues and the yeast infections. So straight away, I was like, yes, now I know the root cause, and the root cause is strep. So now I have to get this strep out of my body. Now, strep, I think I got it when I was born. So when I was born, I won't go into too much detail, but when I was born, I swallowed some fluid that was in, like, I don't know, my mom's, like... Uh, I don't know uterus I actually could not even think there I was like where are babies born where did they come from <laughs> the birds and the bees um, for, from her like uterus or whatever it was it caused distress for me and I was taken into an incubator for like a week or something a couple of days anyway and like you know tubes and all that sort of stuff so that is a direct connection they think she thinks that I have that from this and if I went I went online to look this up before I spoke to her And it was saying that strep can be passed from pregnant women to their babies. And it goes untreated for years. Some people don't even know they have it until they're older and all of a sudden they're getting sinus infections. All of a sudden they're getting strep. All of a sudden they're getting um, uh, yeast infections. Like their babies obviously get yeast and thrush on their tongues and stuff like that. Um, You know, bladder issues. All of this could be from your birth, but pregnant women it, it's undiagnosed so this is the thing pregnant women have it and pass it on to their babies and they're not told about it so this is all the research I've been doing the last while it's all connected to what she told me is in my body and then when I was able to tell her how I was born and what happened she was like yeah that's I'd say that that's how it was passed so and my mum always says that as well because she always says yeah she was like you were, you were so sick and nobody was fixing you like because they they weren't they didn't know really what was wrong and they were like oh she must just passed a bit of fluid and sure look isn't she grand now so you know and that's look obviously doctors are it's a business as well do you know they're they're there to help people but they also have to meet other people and other patients coming in the door so anyway it's gone untreated I went to the wonderful Melody and she was able to tell me that this is what I have so she's after putting me on a strict diet not it's she gives you things to wean out of your diet so for example I'm gluten free uh, which I had an idea anyway about because when I was eating certain breads I would get these triggers and then when I say trigger it's like you know like an itch or an uncomfortable needing to go to the pee like you know I would be like in pain and um, then she so certain things like gluten dairy um, soy soy is so bad for you as well for your hormones so this is another thing all your adrenals are like your hormones your bladder all of this but it's also connected to your nervous system and I think what has happened is I've been able to do transcendental meditation now for the last I think only about maybe six months I'm doing it now it's changed my life it's absolutely amazing and for me I think because what it does is it calms your nervous system so your our nervous systems are all haywire and they send mixed messages up to our brain but sometimes we need to calm ourselves. It's only when our body is calm that our nervous system can actually relax and calm down. And, you know, stops telling you that you're not good enough or you're, you know, um, going to get this job or whatever. All these different things that our, our mind tells us, our ego tells us. It's all messages from the nervous system. So if you don't have a nervous system that is functioning properly and correctly, you're not going to be able to, you know, like you're not fixing it. You're not able to kind of work out any issues. So I think for me, what happened was that I was doing this transcendental meditation. My nervous system was actually able to relax and it was then able to look at, okay, what's really actually going on here? Um, And then, of course, like I said, I started getting really bad yeast infections and all again because my body was functioning and it was telling me strongly, more strongly send the signals to me saying, there's something wrong, you need to fix this, there's something wrong, you need to fix it. And then I was able to look into all this. So anyway, what this does is all, yeah, so soy, anyway, all this stuff messes with your hormones and it's all connected to the the nervous system is what I was actually originally starting to say. So, um, anyway, Melody was like, oh, you can't eat these certain foods and these are the supplements you have to go on to. So I'm on like, Stuff called Golden Seal. I'm on B12. I'm on Lemon Balm. I'm on zinc. I actually haven't started the last two, lemon balm and zinc just yet, but all of this stuff, and then I'm weaning things out of my diet. So the thing about it is if I so you get me a list of foods that I can no longer eat, and like I said, there's dairy in there, there's there's certain fishes in there. I love fish, love dairy, um, and eggs. All I do, I eat eggs nearly every single day. So She was like, look, if you wean this and take this out of your diet straight away, you'll be fixed probably within two or three months. Um, You know, but because if you're slowly taking it out, you're no longer, you're still having it in your system. So your body's going to take longer to heal. So I'm kind of going, I don't think I'm fully ready to take all that stuff out of my diet. I guess I'm just adding more of the better stuff in um, and slowly taking it out. So instead of eating eggs every day, I probably have them maybe once a week. The fish I'm eating is um, wild fish instead of uh, farmed fish. Uh, I don't have soy. I don't have you know. I don't drink milk, any dairy milks whatsoever, and and that's even including like uh, like uh, certain almond milks and stuff are bad for you as well. I don't want to go down that road, but just there's certain milks, so I'm I'm just sticking with my flax milk. Um, breads obviously is out the door like you know with gluten anyway and again gluten-free wrap so i'm i'm everything i eat now is gluten-free i'm one of those assholes now that goes if i'm getting takeaway i'm like oh i'm gluten-free because now i am you know um so all this stuff to be taken out of my my diet and i'm noticing a difference already i really am and um, especially with the supplements I, oh when i take a glass so you have to take a, a i think it's like a 32 ounce or 16 ounce um jar of celery juice a day Uh, I bought myself a juice maker I was making it in the blender, it's absolutely rank now I'm doing it in my juicer I take that once a day in the morning and that just I feel is just things are functioning better so this is all holistic healing guys, this is all energy healing, holistic healing like your body doesn't want that shit that's in your system, like people survive for many many years without these westernized quick fix Salvadines and tablets and codeine and all this stuff in our body that we take on a daily basis now and like kids as young as four and five are on AD, HD medication like I'm sorry that is just fucked up so you know, our bodies need to go back to this holistic sort of healing. And look, if you're not into that, I totally get that. So that's fine. Um, and I am not. I hope I'm not offending you in any way. But start looking at the Eastern ways of healing our systems as opposed to the Western, which is big corporate pharmaceutical companies want you sick. They want you having cancer for longer. Do you honestly think that there's not a cure for cancer out there? Do you honestly think, like, do you know, all this sort of stuff. Like, of course they want you paying mad money for chemotherapy. And you know so there's all this going on um, it's a money-making scheme and I'm like yeah I'm just not wanting to to go down that route so for me it's definitely eastern um, medicine for sure so just definitely try it Uh, I'll give it give more updates on my Instagram but just for anyone that has got yeast infections bladder, kidney liver any of those issues and you know there's a good chance that you should try the holistic healing way of things there's there's I know that there's holistic healers all over the world especially in Ireland Um, and that's another thing Irish people we're more connected to that way of living we're all about the ways of the land and uh, the land heals us the land you know is our is our fortune do you know and and in many ways so you know there you go little um little thing that I don't know whether it's something that you'd be interested in but to give it a go My weeks, like I said, obviously I've been so busy with work, I can't even move into my new place at the moment. I haven't even packed. Like I'm actually sitting here in my wardrobe closet and I'm like, when am I going to actually pack all this stuff? Because I've no free day. Um, And I say this sitting here as I'm recording this podcast, but I knew I wanted to record my podcast today. I'm going to do the edit, obviously, today. And I'm going to get ready and pack myself and go up to San Diego for a couple of days for this shoe. So... I've been working on some really interesting product, uh, productions, products, productions. They are products, I guess. Uh, productions in the last while. Um, I was on Barstow for a Nick Jonas music video. That was really fun, really, really exciting. Definitely loved that. And um, great fun, great crew. And um, yeah, just lovely, lovely people to work with. Of course, Nick, super hard worker, amazing just to see it all kind of come together and I'm really excited to see the finished product and for people also. And then I worked on an ABC commercial, promo commercial for a new show called Home Economics. I swear, the way it was done was just amazing. It's with one of the actors in the show, was Topher Grace from um, That 70s Show. He was in with us and... It was just great. It was just so much fun. So, um, again, that was for... Uh, that uh, That commercial is actually out. It's a, a show called Home Economics. And it's going to be out for ABC. But the, the promo trailer you can actually see online. So, it's really, really interesting. So, loads of really cool work stuff. Um, loads happening. Loads happening on a personal level as well. I'm in such a... Such a place of, like, abundance and uh, progression and you know, like stepping up and just that energy, my energy is just so fierce at the moment that I'm just bringing in so much abundance and and creating so much. And look, proximity is power. Like, I'm in, I'm where I'm putting myself in situations where I want to be to meet the right people where I want to be and the people I want to be involved with and surrounded with. And you know there's just all of this and everything is just going so well and and I feel I know that because I listen to my inner guidance system my gut feel and my God instinct my source energy you know and like look into that yourself like start looking into that yourself and see what you think if it's something that connects with you and I guarantee it like like I said last week look up Abraham Hicks and resonate that energy and see what you think of it so you know look her up and see what you think and it could be something for you every week i like to give you guys something to i don't know something new that i've discovered or something that i highly recommend and this week keep in tune with the podcast and keeping in tune in i guess our last kind of couple of um podcasts is all about energy and i feel that you guys need to look into energy healing and a good way to do that now is go on to the medical medium website so it's just you know www medicalmedium.com they're on Instagram also um, Dolphin Melody is the girl I follow and who the healer that I went to and follow both of them and they just they're telling you every day on their Instagrams the different foods that are kind of going to heal you and what it can cause and what, what it can do and just different things and it's just interesting to see that even if you don't have certain things wrong with you, it's nice to know, oh, that, that helps your liver. Okay, well, I'm going to take more of that. I'm going to put it in my diet. And it's honestly bringing you back to like, a. and it's not like, it doesn't have to be vegan. This is the thing. It, like, it is more vegan. Like, the more plant-based diet we can have, the better. Uh, but I'm not fully vegan. Like, I, I'm going to admit, I'm genuinely not fully vegan whatsoever. I try to eat as much vegan foods. Or when I say vegan, I just try to eat as many plant-based as I can. And that's what it's all about bringing you back to all the plants all the food all the fruits that being your energy and that being natural for your system and for your body so check it out it's all connected food is our medicine guys we can get it from the land and we can grow it um you know if you're buying food and you look at the packet and it has 75 different ingredients and it's msgs and it's made in a lab like it's not good for us it's really not and i am saying this as someone That will probably later on, you know, go to my fridge and eat something that has 75 ingredients. So I'm not saying don't do them things. Like I'm saying eventually just get yourself into a situation that you're making better choices. So like every day I make really good choices for myself. And then other days I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to have this or I'm going to have that chocolate or I'm going to have them crisps or I'm going to eat that like processed meat, you know, and I don't beat myself up about it either. That's another thing. Be kind to yourself be extra kind to yourself this week so let this podcast be a little reminder to be extra kind to yourself because therefore you're going to be kinder to others and the world just needs more kindness hashtag be kind hashtag don't want to sound like a wanker there you go um so that's all i have for you now this week i have to go because i have to pack and i'll talk to you soon bye